Welcome to the Meltdowns in Moscato podcast. This podcast is just the opinion of the experienced and sleep-deprived. They are not doctors or really certified in anything at all. If you experience frustration, fatigue, or lack of enlightenment, please turn off the podcast and go on with your day. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Meltdowns and Moscato, the podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Joey. Grab your glass of wine and go hide in your car or in your closet because we know that's the parent life. Truly is. So one thing that we had wanted to talk to you guys about is something that we like to call the mommy phenomenon. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one because what this is, and I can't say that word, which is why Joey introduced it, is the fact of when your kids need the mom when they're upset or when they're scared. And daddy just won't cut it. It just doesn't do it. I don't know. It depends on your dynamic of your family and your household. Probably. It's, it, I'm sure it could be the other way around as well. But that is the dynamic of our household. Yes, it is. So in our house, it took us mm, four years maybe you think joey three years four years to break my daughter of only me probably yeah three, it, three to four years three to four years it was exhausting you guys and we were just talking about this the other day that we weren't really thinking about it but my daughter has kind of reverted back to that time since corona's hit it's mm-hmm. gotten worse and worse yeah yeah so she's back to only wanting mommy as a mother it is freaking exhausting you have to be all the people you have to do all the things you are the only one who can lend comfort and so as a mom it's like can't you just go to your dad already but i was thinking about it i'm like a dad must feel horrible it sucks yeah like they they can't bring any comfort like i can't even imagine how that would make you feel when it's your own child and you can't be who they need like an abject failure i'm sorry about that babes it's It's okay you you learn to live with it i mean you have to there's nothing else you can do Bringing this up, the reason why we're going to talk about this is because on a daily, this is our life. Like Mm -hmm. my daughter wants me and that's okay. We can make it happen. We can meet her needs. But when we're out or when I can't meet those needs, we have two children. So when I have to meet the other child's need, it is now up to dad to meet the other kid's need. And that can't always happen. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't happen as well as it needs to. And it's, it's one of those times where we all need to be uplifted. That is the reason that we're doing this podcast is to uplift others. But at the same time, our life is hard. It is. And sometimes the best way to uplift others is to make them not feel alone. So I think that's kind of where I want <laughs> today to go. Just to give them a nice little anecdote of a recent walk in the park that we had. And our life is not a walk in the park. <laughs> Recently, we went to the park. Again, this is our pretty much daily activity is to take at least one, two, sometimes three to four walks a day to the local park. And when I say park, it's actually a school. And by school, it is legit a school that has like two different, a kindergarten playground, a a big kid playground. playground. I know you're rolling your eyes at me. You're probably talking about all kinds of germs spreading. And y'all, we do what we have to do to survive. So we are those parents who are still taking our kids to the equipment. But in our defense, nobody else is doing it because they're actually rule followers and they're not taking their children to the equipment. So it's just us on pretty much the daily. And I am that crazy lady that has her normal Norwex cloth and her wipes and disinfectant. Wipes it down every time. Every the kids time. Use it. Before my kids use it and after they use it. Because I might be the person to ignore the rules, but I'm still that type A person who is a rule follower. So I still try to make it as clean as we possibly can. 
Yeah, so Gwynny decided to ask for sprinklers mm. because lately the school has been having the sprinklers go on in the evening because they were doing construction. People don't understand with autistic children that you cannot change your path. You cannot change schedules. You can't do this They to just them. don't get it. They don't get it. So the sprinklers go on at a certain time every day. Our kids know it and they want to go to the park every single day during that time things happen and they decided to change their plans on a whim and our kids don't do changes or whims not at all they do plans and that is it yeah so she asked for walk wheelchair which uh, our son broke his ankle so we had to get a wheelchair for him to navigate around Gwynny loved the wheelchair as well so we had to get a second actually we didn't purposely buy a second wheelchair i'm pretty sure amazon accidentally shipped us a second wheelchair amazon sent two for some reason and instead of taking it back when i called them and said we got two i didn't pay for two it's easier for them to just let you keep it i guess than to pay the shipping to go back that was super convenient for us so we got two wheelchairs y'all shout out to amazon for that Sadly, we only had one wheelchair seatbelt because we only had one child who actually needed the wheelchair. So we use it as a stroller, basically. And so those parents out there who have big kids that are too big for the stroller, but have huge meltdowns in public and you can't get them back to your car, wheelchair it up, y'all. It works. Get a wheelchair with the lap belt in it. It fits all ages, all sizes. You can get wheelchairs for several hundred pounds and it is the best purchase we've ever made. We do a lap belt that goes around it. You can find it on Amazon. We can put up the link on our website and it has saved our lives because my kids like to walk. They like to go to the playground, but then half the time they have meltdowns and they throw themselves in the middle of the street and it becomes a safety issue. So we use the wheelchairs as a way to get them safely to and from the park. We're getting energy. We're not putting them in the car, which is a whole different thing that they want to do. Mm -hmm. And so if we put them in the car, they expect a two hour trip. So we walk them to the field, like basic field playground in the wheelchair. And that's, that's their park trip. Yeah, so as, as Guinevere is asking for this, Jude overhears, and he decides he wants to go too. So we get the kids ready. Jude hops in one of the wheelchairs. Gwenny hops in the other. Jude will not let me push him. He only wants mommy. Mommy phenomenon. Which is okay for now. It will come back to bite us later on this evening, but for now it's fine. Until you have two kids that just want mommy. So Jackie is pushing Jude. I'm pushing Gwenny, and we get to the park pretty uneventfully it was a pretty easy yeah, it was walk a fine there. trip there uh, but jude was in a mood this day and the thing about jude right now his moods are very all over the place and up and down and he can be fine one second and then flip the heck out the next second yeah. nothing no reason why just totally unaggravated but just he just does it in volatility and, and can do. when we got to the park he was okay probably five minutes in and he was already getting upset yeah because we got there and both kids decided to go to the big playground which is fine and jude hops up on the equipment i think at this point he had your phone he he was already upset he was already just kind of flustered not angry but agitated and so he wanted my cell phone so i gave it to him and he was trying to play on the equipment but you can't really play on the equipment and have a phone in your hand at the same time but he didn't want to give up the phone so he was he was in a mood he he was in a funk yeah It, it wasn't a meltdown mood per se he was just in a mood and so when he's in those moods we've learned we have to move pretty quickly and we didn't move quickly enough this particular day. Yeah. So Jude's playing on the equipment and Guinevere, because they're not super fans of being close to each other, she runs across the playground to where the baseball diamond is and just started playing in the dirt. You guys know Pigpin from, what is it, Snoopy? 
Charlie Brown. Charlie yeah. Brown. And where he just is always covered in dirt oh, and that's happy with the blanket. That's Guinevere. She is always covered in some type of dirt and just happy to do it. It's true. She's like Pigpen and Linus combined. She really is. Because she has to have her blankie. Jude, he could take it or leave it. He's more like me. He's more prissy. He doesn't really like to get dirty or messy or put effort into anything. Yeah, so, so Gwenny's over on the baseball diamond. And Jude is completely done and ready to go home. Like, done. Done, done. Done. I can't even express this enough because he is so over life at this point. He went from chilling on the playground to just done. And we should have noticed it probably when he was on the equipment and not even tried to get him to go over to the baseball diamond. At the time, I should have just taken him home straight from the playground. But we didn't. So I got him in and I was cognizant enough to know, look, he's going to need the one seatbelt that we have for the wheelchair. Yeah. Guinevere happened to have it on hers. And the thing about my daughter is she's a huge safety freak. And she loves Dora. Dora. Seatbelt. So we can be safe. So she has to have a seatbelt at all times. And she usually does okay on the walk if she's not starting out with the seatbelt. But she started out with a seatbelt and I took it from her chair and put it on Jude's because I knew he was going to be in a freak out mood. And it actually saved me that I had it because I got not even three steps in and Jude was just swinging, trying to kill me at this point. And for those of you who are listening, I love my children. I love my son, but he can be hard. It's just a fact of life. Like he he can be physical and that's just a part of our life. And we just go with it. We don't get angry. We can't get frustrated. Can it be frustrating? Yes, but we just have to take it as it comes. So I'm walking as fast as I possibly can. And if you guys know me, I am not an exerciser at all. I hate any type of output. I do not like running. I do not like walking. I do not like physical exertion. So this quarantine has definitely put a damper on all things that I like because I have to do all of the exertion. Not only am I having to walk him home three or four times a day, I am now running this child home. I hate running, you guys. So I'm running with him in the wheelchair and picture, okay, so I'm a little person. If you don't know me, I am very small of stature. I am maybe five foot and a very tiny, my nine-year-old and I share the same clothes. So we'll just leave it at that. And my kid is not as tiny as I would like. And he is swinging like he's the bottom of the ninth. And I am getting hit, ridiculously hit. And then he decides, okay, mom's just ducking. I'm hitting her only on every third or fourth swing. He turns around and bites my forearm, you know, where all like your fat is. What is that called? Like the. That's like your tricep area. If you were to. We can have tell you're triceps. not an exerciser because that's not your forearm, but I. Your tricep. I don't have triceps. I just have extra fat that hangs down like That's the okay. chicken. It's okay. It's where the tricep should be. Okay. So where that tricep should be, the where I just chicken have wing area. extra chicken wing, that's where my son decided to latch on with his teeth and sink them in and keep them that way. So I'm running, cussing, <laughs> trying not to cry, and trying to like flail my arm to get my kid off of it. It was a very interesting walk home. So this being said, we're maybe five or six feet in 
And there's like everyone and their mother out, of course, to witness there my There were a lot of people out walking that night. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it's like a path for old people. And so they all walk the same path every night. It was pretty, pretty bad. So then if that's not humiliating enough with people watering their lawns and looking at me like I'm insane, not at all offering to help though. Go of course figure. not. Um, he then decides it wasn't good enough to just sink his teeth into me. He then unlatched and decided to take off his shoes and throw them into the street with oncoming traffic. Yeah, that's that's one of the hardest things to navigate is when objects are <sighs> flying into the street. I mean, luckily there was no course coming this time. So I was able to run into the street, grab his shoes, hold his shoes, while pushing, while trying to fiend him off of biting me again, continued to run. So I'm huffing and puffing. Another car comes by. And at this moment, Joey, Joey, <laughs> sorry, Joey, you didn't do it. My son, Thank you. Jude, decides then to take the, he has a fidget toy that we put in his hand so that he doesn't pinch. Didn't really help me in this situation. Decided to take that fidget toy and throw it at the windshield of the car coming down the street. Hit the windshield. They stopped for a moment, cursed me out, realized my life already sucked, decided not to give me any more heartache. Thank you, random woman in the car. Went on her way. Perfect. Lost the fidget, so then he started to pinch again. I make it halfway home, sobbing, get him all the way home in about mm, 40 minutes, maybe? It took a little bit, yeah. Get home, cried a little bit, got him situated, gave him a popsicle, calmed him down, gave him some medicine, put on some calming oils, Finally get him calm. Text Joey. Just got him settled. How's everything going? Meanwhile, Gwynny was playing fine on the baseball diamond. Just loving life, playing in the dirt, being a silly girl. And then she decides she's ready to go. And she walks up and asks me shoes, which means take my shoes off. I'm done. So take your shoes off, put her in the wheelchair. We start heading away from the school and we get not even half a block before she realizes she was not done playing after all. Starts screaming for dirt, playground, school, back. I'm like, hey, we're already gone. So I stop in the middle of pushing her on the sidewalk. I'm like, okay, if you want to go back, we can go back. That's fine. But she doesn't want to go back anymore. She just wants to be upset. So I- Our daughter's very stubborn. Like she, very she is stubborn. stubborn. And she's got some dramatic to her. So I get her back in the chair and pushing her home. She just, she realizes that there's no seatbelt. So in the middle of the street, hops out of the wheelchair, drops to the ground and starts screaming help. We already told you all of these old people were out walking, <laughs> right? So she's screaming help in the middle of the street. With, with a man. By this point, probably unhappy looking man looking down at her. So I get her up. I at least get her onto the other side of the street. And she's just bawling. And I'm like, Gwynny, what do you want to do? And she's crying. I can't help it. Which to me Dagger is to the heart. heartbreaking. <laughs> Because she's not trying to be upset. But she really can't help it once she gets into that type of mood. Mm -hmm. So I offer for the chair. She doesn't want to sit in the chair. I offer to just walk. She doesn't want to walk. She's just standing there bawling and screaming her head off. At this point is when I called Jackie. Because I needed reinforcements. Meanwhile, back at the homestead, I finally got Jude calm. I finally sat my big out of shape booty down on the couch and yeah. grabbed a drink of water. 
It was it was rough all around. It was not a good time to get a screaming phone call that your other child needs you. As any mother I think knows, you're never going to ignore a cry of help from your children. I instantly knew this was only going to be bad because now I have to take the already calm kid, which is a feat in and of itself to get him calm, get him back into the van, which for him, remember, is always a fun, we go van recess, we go van drive, we go van for him is there's always a good fun outcome. Instead, we have to go back where he just came from to pick up a screaming sister. Spoiler alert, it didn't go no uh the door opened into the back seat for me to put Gwenny into the van she sees unhappy brother she won't go in the van nope won't get in i'm hot i'm cranky i've already done a mile and a half before this and my daughter's refusing to get in the car she's back to screaming i want mommy so we get her in the chair which is good. Because I brought another seatbelt because I'm genius. Because I brought the seatbelt with me. The seatbelt was there. I get her in the chair. I start pushing her. She screams, I want mommy. I want mommy. Any man, I mean, any man, I think knows. If they are on a street with a child screaming, I want mommy, cops are going to be called. It's, it's just not good for anybody. <laughs> Judgment is going to be at their feet. That's just how it goes. I really didn't feel like dealing with the cops on top of this situation. So I lovingly and sacrificially volunteered my body and myself to get out of the nice cool air-conditioned van and push said screaming child home so that my husband could take my son home really really note the out of shape part walking this screaming flailing child not just home but she wants to go the long way so she can calm down so I love that the out of shape is like the you don't key even know you I, I am so out of shape portray. so I'm back to heffing this little heffalump all the way back out of shape around the corners. People of Fresno, we need to get the freaking sidewalks paved because the sidewalks are bad. They're so out. They're, so I'm they're like rough. Having There's to a lot of bumps. The chair, mm-hmm. lots of bumps. She screams the entire way. So while trick two is happening for Jackie to push a child home in the wheelchair, I drive Jude home and he doesn't understand why we're just coming home. So he will not get out of the van until something more fun is presented to him. Keep in mind, van door open because 150 four degrees while he's screaming bloody murder where all of our neighbors and said walkers by can hear. So he he sits in the van until mommy and Gwenny get home and then it takes a team effort to get him out and back Mommy in the phenomenon. House. I don't just let him scream. I'm like, get out. We're going inside now. <laughs> yeah. So on one side of the van, Jackie is keeping his attention while I open the door to the other, sneak through, unbuckle his seatbelt. Seat yeah. And then we get him out. So both kids inside the house at this point. It was a bit of a rough evening following that, but we made it home. This just is not complaining, guys. Like this was just to give a taste of our life. Just hoping that you guys don't feel so alone when your kids do have meltdowns and when they are flipping out. This was not an average park trip, but why we wanted to kind of talk about it and a little bit make light of it and, you know, commiserate with each other is because this is life. This is life with special needs It happens to everybody. And it's one of those things if you don't laugh about it you will cry and we can't allow ourselves to then never go back to the park or never want to experience anything fun with our kids because nine out of ten times something is gonna happen we've gone every night since then and have had pleasant experiences wonderful walks in the park so life isn't just a walk in the park life is unexpected it's messy it's crazy there's lots of crying and meltdowns 
But there's also so much beauty that if you were to get stuck in the bad times and stuck in those meltdowns, you will miss so much joy and really your child growing up. And that's one thing that we're not ever going to allow ourselves to do is miss the small joys in their growing up in their childhood. No, because the the bad times are so few. (laughs) The bad times are so frequent is what he meant to say. That's what I meant. (laughs) The bad times happen. But it all depends on your mindset on Mm -hmm. which of the times you remember. Do you remember the bad times? Do you remember the good times? I definitely remember both, but I choose to focus on the good times. Well, yeah. And that's that's the one thing that life is hard. And especially as a parent of a kid on the spectrum, like you can't get so stuck in those bad moments that you can't find the joy in every moment. I think that might be the eternal difference between optimists and realists slash pessimists is that realists slash pessimists remember all of the times Mm -hmm. and it's up to them which they remember or which to focus on which to focus on yeah and i honestly think optimists black the bad times out a lot of the time i can't do it i can and it's amazing yeah joey does he'll just remember the good parts and it's like let's do this again and there's me in the background going but all the work (laughs) but we do it again because we do it again because it's it's worth it for the kids of course it is so that is our story that is our welcome to our life type story and now we would like to hear your stories we want to hear the messy the frustrating the hard Hit us with your best story, and we will pick one person to win. I don't know if it will be a gift card, if it will be a coffee, Starbucks card. We might send you a bottle of our favorite wine. We we don't know because we don't know what we're going to send you. But you send us your address, send us your story, and we will pick one winner at the end of the episode to win the sucks that you had a hard time, but welcome to Parenthood Prize. Yes, so definitely uh, make sure you subscribe and you review. You check out our website at meltdownsandmoscato.com. Check out Jackie at JackieWheeler.com. Go to our Instagram, go to our Facebook. And we will hit you up next week. Have a wonderful week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Meltdowns and Moscato. Visit MeltdownsAndMoscato.com to ask and answer questions to enter giveaway drawings. Also, don't forget to subscribe and review the show. For more information about Jackie Wheeler, please go to www.JackieWheeler.com or you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Mild stalking only, please.